This is Tom Kudelek with the Inflatable Ferret. We had a chance to sit down with Brent DeVore from the Danny Warhols at the Beaumont Club in Kansas City. Yeah, the tour has been amazing. We were in Conway, Arkansas, where uh, one of you guys from. Nice one. Yeah, Conway this is just amazing. We were at Hendrix College, and it was just a completely, actually it was a pretty bizarre concert, because we played right in the center of the school, and the school looked like, I thought Molly Ringwald, or like John Cusack or something, was going to come walking out of one of the buildings, because it was the most, it looked like a Hollywood movie set of a college, College USA, and it was like, uh, uh, you know, it was all college students and everything, and it was their big bash for the start of the school year and they did all these crazy uh, dances and everything and then we kind of jammed at the end for the end of the party but actually it was probably about the middle of the party for those people but um, uh, yeah it was really interesting that school was so unbelievably clean and gorgeous I really liked it. Maybe miss college, but but yeah and then uh, yeah then we just kind of cruised off to Madison which is one of the coolest towns there is. Um, you know, they got that bar, The Weary Traveler, and we know a lot of that gang, and hung out there with them a few times when we were on the Tom Petty tour. We hung out with those guys in Madison. And uh, just the nicest people. It's almost... It's like the cleanest city. I can't believe it. It, look, it looks like Disneyland. It's so clean. It looks like it looks like people are just walking around, and there's little men with brooms just just picking up after them everywhere. There's hardly any. Uh, it's supposed to be the safest city in America, but one of our barbecues we had two barbecues. Now we have one. One of them was literally stolen off the sidewalk while we were sound checking. Who steals a barbecue? How do you get away with this? It's a $14.95 barbecue. The guy just legged with it. And then, uh, yeah, then we were at, in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the Vogue Theater. Tons of really nice people. Had a really good time. Went to the Alley Cat Bar after the show in Indiana, Indianapolis. And that was the first show that we, that we had Spindrift with us. And uh, Spindrift is the band that's playing before we do tonight. And there's some of them right there. But uh, just they're the just the trippiest Wild West psychedelic freakout band ever, and it's just this wall of sound. It sounds like 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 an like an antique or something, but still modern. No, it's just they're just the most amazing group, Spindrift. But uh, uh, yeah, check out the movie Legend of God's Gun by Mike Bruce too, because they do the soundtrack for it and they act in it too. KP, the singer, is the is the uh, the main guy in the movie, and he's just a brilliant character. Um, God, these like sorority broads are annoying the hell out of me. They're just annoying. They're just like screaming and yelling. Every fifth word is you know is like the is like fuck 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 you know like just grates on my nerves. Oh man, just. inside like a club like you know, like Red Rocks you're gonna be playing um do you kind of like prefer playing like outside like at Red Rocks or like this like a I like both they're they're you know it's kind of the same thing but I, I, I just get it I, every concert I've ever played to whether it was to six people when I was 17 years old or to 60,000 you know last year um 
it's always the end of the world you know it's just the, the most important moment of my life yeah, so it's it's all it's kind of all the same can I ask can you talk a little bit about um, the American like music scene compared to Europe because I mean there's a lot of talk about how much you get aired on the radio in the US and like what they play what they decide to play and what they play in Europe and I was wondering what you had to say if you had to say about that well, the radio in America, first of all, it's failing miserably, and it has been for a long time, because nobody cares what the top 40 songs are anymore, because now with the internet, you can hear any song you want, and people do. They just put what they want in their iPods, and they could give a crap if it was number five. Last week, this is number five. Check it out. This is a big hit. It just doesn't matter to anyone. They don't write about it in the press. They don't care. They just put on a group that would never even... Come, never dream in a million years that they would have a top 40 hit, and they won't. They'll put them, they'll put them on the cover of Spin magazine. It doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. It's just music, you know. I mean, like, you take a group like one of the best bands in the world, like uh, Blitz and Trapper, you know, like that album Fur, the, the most perfect music there is. It, it ranks up there with anything Neil Young or the Beatles ever did, and you know, they'll never get played on the radio in America. They will all over the rest of the world because they don't have that top 40 system. They don't have that that really tight system of monitoring requests and plays, record sales, putting it together into a formula and generating a top 40. They don't have those traditional monikers like we do here where it's classic rock or adult contemporary or they'll go adult alternative contemporary. Like, you know, no, no, it's like, what, what kind of music do you like? Oh, I like adult, alternative, contemporary, new age, psychedelia. Nobody says that, you know. But in Greece, nobody cares. I mean, they just, they, first of all, in the rest of the world, they don't have those ads in the same way. They, a lot of, most of the, the radio stations don't have ads at all because taxpayer dollars pay for the, the, the radio stations. And uh, so you get DJs in at all hours playing the third song off of our second album it doesn't matter there's no rules it's not like someone's going wait 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 wait. I'm afraid that the people listening to our radio station you know we have a commercial coming on for motor oil they don't like that song you know it's like who cares if it's a good song they just play it which is nice because then people hear our music and people actually still listen to the radio there um, and uh, it's it's really good for, for bands that just play that are focused on on making really interesting music other, rather than making very commercial music commercial being the operative word other than that people go in the studio real artists go in the studio and and you know I mean you write a song it's so hard to write a song it's such a such an incredibly difficult thing to do let alone a good song and so once you're in the studio recording it you're not thinking about whether or not it's going to fit in at an adult alternative contemporary psychedelic new age western style you just you're just trying to make a song sound cool so um, the passion's the same the world over but then you know the people as far as the, that vehicle for getting those songs into people's living rooms is totally different in America than it is the rest of the world which uh, sort of leave, leaves out the true artists the, the really the, you know the, the bands that are that are doing it themselves like Bliss and Trapper or Jonestown Massacre or the Dandies or you know even you know a group like Jet, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just, that just doesn't really happen. To ask a little bit about uh, the way you guys make your music, you're talking about the way you guys make music and different bands doing. Um, <clears throat> when you guys create yours, like, just me personally, it sounds like there's a lot of like 
different layering. I mean, I don't know if I'd call it layering, but a lot of intricate sounds are in the background. Like, when you guys create one of your songs, is it, um, is it like premeditated, like thought out before you guys make it, or is it kind of come together once you guys think of a main like beat, let's say, or under underlying sound? You guys just add more as you keep going when you're in the studio, or how's that work? Yeah, we every band does it differently, of course. But but our group will will rehearse the songs, tighten them up, get them going. You have a vague notion of what 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 the song wants. It's never really what you want. The song, after a while, after it's written, and then it, it's stage to stage to stage. Once it's written, once once the whole group can play it together live, it takes on a different character. And then uh, once you track it in the studio, you know, you have the microphone and the, the board, the speakers and all the compressors and everything. So the sounds that you thought you were doing sometimes come out differently in the room. And you, and you listen to it, and some, sometimes it takes on a whole other character. And you end up going, oh, this song actually is not even what we thought it was. Check this out. And you, you end up muting things or adding things throwing in vocal harmonies and yeah we just layer and layer and layer and layer and experiment with stuff we throw on another guitar throw on the harmonica put on everybody let's stomp on this crate you know i think it's it's sounding too too clinical let's uh let's do something to fix that problem and little by little you just keep shaping it removing and adding sounds and creating depth of course you want you know like the like psychedelic is so fun because you can have these little swirling guitars and textures way in the back of the mix and at certain times you can definitely hear it like you're standing in that room the day it was recorded but on headphones and you know with the right you know amount of beers you might you might hear it entirely differently which is which is really fun because it's always a different experience when you when you have a lot of layers and textures and and uh, you know a lot, a lot of sounds for you to start asking yourself what the hell was that? Hey Poopy, do you want to spread those coals around and maybe man it? I might be ready. The coals might be ready. Okay, okay, okay. cool. We have time for like one more question I think with this thing. Um, I guess to ask the last one personally, like um, when did you like decide you want to do music and um, what's kind of your hope for the future for your music career? I didn't decide on music. I think music decided to use me because I was like four years old listening to this over and over and my parents had to get me a drum set or something because basically I was going to go crazy and so from the age of five I'd just been playing the drums and guitar and piano and whatever I I can't help it you know okay. so so I, I, I don't remember deciding to do that I don't remember learning any instrument um, it just kind of came to me okay